Shas Toshinai Vot, Shiva Teferah In this week's Parsha, says Vasisa Bigne Kodesh, Laaren Achicha, Lakavoid, Ulusif Oris. Talks about the Big Day Kodesh. As a little word on the side, we mentioned in Parashat the Big Day Kodesh, I have to share with you something which my daughter called me up yesterday and told me, and I'm still in shock every time I think about it. I feel very, very humbled. I have an anacle named Yankee Weisberg. He's a little eagle of calm ten years old. And he is very proficient in math and in making chashboinus all the time. It's amazing. I've tested him in numerous questions on different occasions, and he's never not impressed me. But yesterday, he took the cake. In his cheder, they made a seal and parshat tzadah. Absolutely parshat tzadah. And they made a seal. And the Bachar was one of the boys that were chosen to say it's Varatayra Parshat Tetzav. And the boy didn't show up. He was, wasn't well. He didn't show up to school. The Rebbe said, the one who was supposed to say it's Varatayra is not well, so what do we do? So he raised his hand and he said, he doesn't have a Varatayra, but he could say something. The Rebbe said, okay, what do you want to say, Yankee? So Yankee stood up and said, I want to say a gematria. Titzave, the word titzave is the gematria, the godim, the godim shall koyim godim. That's the guy said. So the Rebbe started making a cheshman, the Rebbe said, no, no, it doesn't work out. It does work out. You just have to take out the vav from the gadol. So the Rebbe said, that still doesn't work out. So Rebbe took out his calculator. Rebbe started the chesh with it. And it worked out. It's exactly the same thing. So the Rebbe said, which safer did you see that in? They didn't see the safer. He doesn't look that far. <laughs> He's not that aged. He looks that far. Did you get it? He thought about it. He has a lot of gematrias. It comes up with gematrias like... Because the fact that he thought about Parshat I guess he had a lot of time during his class to think about it. <laughs> he makes such a connection. The Godwin Shalkai is not bad. So the Tafkid of wearing the Big Day Kodesh 
was given specifically to Aaron Akkadim. Now, you have to know that one of the things about the Torah is that Kaddish Baruch Hu says something, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows in people's insides and Hashem knows how people's minds work and how their midas work and if Hashem chose Aaron HaKoyim to wear the Big Day Kodesh and represent Hashem Aaron HaKoyim was the one that was most Mati'im, the most fit for this role. But the Gemara tells us, Mesech the Shabbos, of Laman Aleph, about a certain Goy, that he once passed by a base HaMedrish, and he was curious. And he looks in, and he hears a Malamid describing to his children, to the Kindalach that he's learning with, about the big day Kodesh of the Kain God, the Ephoi, and the Me'il, and all the other big day Kodesh. And the Rebbe Weisachos was being masbered well, and the guy walked into the Mishmash, and he asks, who wears these beautiful garments? Where do you get these beautiful garments? And he said, these are special for the Kain God. Someone's a kind Gadol, this is his But the guy was very moved by this. Somehow it touched the nerve by the guy. And he decided on the spot, I'm going to become a kind Gadol. Now, but in order to become a kind Gadol, you got to first become Jewish. He understood that much, you couldn't be a guy who should kind Gadol. So he went to the great rabbis at that time. Notably, he went to Shammai Hazakim. And he says to Shammai Azokin, I want to become Jewish, I want to be Mizgayer, but tonight I want to be a Kohen God. So Shammai at that time was vice in the middle of a building project. And he had an Amas Habinian, one of these joists uh, that you build a binyan with. He picked it up and he told the guy where to go. He pushed him out the door. Now this guy wasn't giving up so easy. He wanted to get those brother. So he went to Hillel Azadim. And he said, I'm ready to be guy, but tonight I'm going to be a coin god. So Hillel tells him, no problem. No problem. But he understand uh, a melech can't be a melech unless he first learns everything about the Malchus. He's got to study about the Malchus. He's got to become a Melch. You have to understand, you have to learn all the halachas that are connected with Kahuna and for the Kayin Gadol Befrat. So the guy said, okay, I'm asking. So he began to learn. He began to study. So they came to a Pasuk and said, Zor Zor. A stranger, 
that tries to is put to death. So he came to Hillel, he said, who is this Pasek referring to? So Hillel said, that Pasek? Afimu klapi David melech So even klapi David melech No, the guy said, even David melech can't be included in this Pasek how can I think that I'm going to become a Kohen Gadol? It's the challenge. So he decided, you know what? I'm going to put my Tanai aside and I'm going to be misguided and I'm going to leave over the <coughs> Shnei. So you have to understand what in the world did Hillel mean for him to say even David Melech Klapi Melech Yisrael. What was the Nakuda about David Melech Yisrael that he was trying to get across to this guy. In order to understand that, you have to know about David HaMelech Yisrael's life. David HaMelech Yisrael had an outstanding quality. David HaMelech Yisrael was somebody who was very, very concerned about personal negis. There are people who are motivated by personal negias, and this destroys them, it never allows them to reach their pinnacle. It never allows them to be fulfilled their tafkin, because they're completely farkoifed. They're completely sold on their personal negias. What was the story? There's many, many stories of Melech. Specifically, this area was outstanding. One, David Melech is being pursued. And he's running and he's hiding in the wilderness, in the, in the forest of Carmel with his people. And In that forest, they had also a man named Novo HaKarmeli, from Carmel, and he had a sheep there. And one day, Novo HaKarmeli shows up to shear his sheep. It was that season of the year. And he wanted to make a mesiba for the shearing of the sheep. It was Erev Rosh Hashanah, and David sends his people to him, to Novel, to make a request of him. Could you give me some oichel? Could you give me some food for the upcoming Yom Tov? No. Novel hears the request and he says, who wants to, who wants to make this request? They said, Dovid, Dovid, Dovid. He said, who's Dovid? Who's Ben Yisha? That's it. Hayoim, he said, Robu avodim hamispartsim ishmi piadonov. What does it mean to say? Everybody knew that from parents, says parents, oh, Shishai, parents was the father. That was where Mashiach was going to come from. She said, there are many, there are many people have come forward and have claimed that they are Mizari Shal parents. So who's loving? 
Isha. Another one of these the guys who's claiming he's from the Zera Shamashiach. When David heard this Zog, he decided this guy was a married Bamalchus. And he decided that this man had to be eliminated. So he decided to gather his people and he was going to now pay him a visit and say goodbye to him. So meanwhile, the wife of Novel Hakarmeli was a Tzadikis. He got lucky in his novel. Got a guy with a name like Novel is not like Manuvel, that's what comes from. Anyway, a guy like Nema and Novel, and his wife comes, name was Abigail. She was Isha Tzadikis. She was even Zeichet in Nevu. And she heard what went on, what, what's going on. So she understood that it's bye-bye time for her husband. So what did she do? She quickly gathered ten Chamoyim, loaded the Chamoyim up, the whole tooth, with Alu Sot Eichel, the Kama, the Kama Yomim Teichel, and she traveled toward David and his people. When they met, she told David, I have a shayim. David Abelach, the Gemara says, was a big expert in Hilchas Nida. She said she wants to show David Abelach a married dam. And he asked him if it's Torah or not. Dovra Melch said, I can't pass it. Why? Because he said, you don't pass in Dini Maris Balai. So she said, Dine Domim, you're not done Balai. But Dini Nefoshes, that you could pass in Balai. The Lach is Dini Nefoshes, also can't pass in Balai. So David Amalekh heard what she's saying. She said to him, I'm sorry, he said. In this case, we don't need to judge. We're not deciding Dini Nefoshis. Novel is a Mayrit Bamalchus, and his din is born. We don't have to sit in judgment for it. Only if you have to sit in judgment, then you don't do Balaik. No. So she said to him, but you just Shoal is officially still the king. You were anointed the king. But Shoal is officially the king. Your name has not gone out in the world yet. So it's not really a Mary Babalchus. And then she began to ask for mercy for her husband. And she gave a whole plea. And at the end she said like this. The hatev Hashem la adoni, the zocharta es amosech. What does that mean to say? So the Gemara Megillah that Fudal says it means as follows: that she she was being mivakish rachamim for her husband. Yeah, she was mivakish rachamim for her husband Hashem, and Avigail in the middle of that threw it like this. And in case you're going to take the husband's life away and I'm going to end up being an almana, 
remember me, I would like to be your wife. That's your tov. I like to be your wife. Give, give me consideration. And you should remember your Amosach. Now, the question is, I mean, Avigail Hanavia, she's an Ashish. She's a Dekis. How do you talk to how do you talk to someone like this? This is what you do <laughs> in case you do not come off, you know. <laughs> I should blame my money, you marry me up, and you come back. So the terror says it's not the shit. Simple, a cursory reading could lead a person to have the wrong understanding of it. What she told Lovin Amelach is as follows. She was making a plea for Lovin Amelach to forgive her husband. So what she threw in is like this. This is her last bond. She says, I want to get married to you. She knew by saying that and planting that bond in Dover and Melech's lap, now it would become personal. The killing of her husband would now be personal. He's killing the guy because he's getting a Tzedekis for life who wants to marry him. Even Dover and Melech, a Tzedekis wants to marry him. Abigail knew that once she would say that to David Melech, that would be the final straw. So she tried first with nice, nice things. David Melech was buying. Today he said, "Okay, here's my heavy hitting." When she dropped that on David Melech, David Melech said, "You know what? I'm not getting involved in it. This really person." Isaiah said, "David Melech is <laughs> fleeing from his son of Shalom." And he's running. Terry describes him as crying, as being, feeling all down. And he's telling Hashem, I'm a Kabul Ba'ava, whatever you want. I accept it. He named me Hashem. He's doing amazing, the Kabul Ba'ava, the Yisurim. And all of a sudden, he meets up with the former Rebbe. The Rebbe. Now, today, a Rebbe is a former Rebbe. What that means, a former Rebbe? Let's say today, guy is your Rebbe. If you decide the next year he's not your Rebbe anymore, he's always your Rebbe. I, say, I, t- I tell the one to the guy, how can you be from The guy was your Rebbe. He's not my Rebbe anymore. What do you mean? He's your Rebbe for life. He's your father for, he used to be your father. He used to be for your Rebbe, your Rebbe for life. But David Melech knew what it meant to be a Rebbe. And the Rebbe started to curse him Terrible. Like, get cursed when you're down. It's not a, it's not a pleasant thing. To get banged when you're down, it's, it's, it's not, no more like that. And, da, and the Rebbe is cursing him. And he's calling him names. He's calling him Yunoyev. He's calling him adulterer. That's about you serious. That's a serious claim. What do I stop? Don't He said, you're a You're a murderer. And he starts to sing a mamish as a... So the Talmudim, the, 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 the people of Dabra Melech, the Anchi David say, maybe we should relieve this man of his head on his shoulders. They murdered the Malchus. Murdered the Malchus. So Dabra Melech says, 
Leave him be. Leave him be. Hashem Omar Loi Kaleb. Hashem said to him to curse. Understand? In this story of Noel, it wasn't Hashem. Well, why was, what was, what kind of response is that? And if Hashem did it, is that a reason why it's not a murder the Malchus? It can't be that it wasn't murder the Malchus. You know why? Because when David Amelech was on his deathbed, he turned to his son Shlomo, he's giving him the final orders, and nobody tells him? Shlomo once had a story. Once had an episode. And he tells him over the episode, and he says, Go, who lani Klolo nimretes. He cursed me the worst curses. The devil is really an old man. He's in his final moments of his life. And he tells him, Use your husband. Take care of him. I have a debt. He's a married devoutness. He deserves to be taken care of. You see, he, he held him as a married so what's the shot that he waited until the last minute before he died to take care of business? They explained that murdered the Malchus is because the Melech is the Mashiach of Hashem. Appointed by Hashem. When someone is appointed by Hashem, you have to know that that is a very serious appointment. And someone who goes against that appointment is somebody that's going against Hashem. And for that, you forfeit your life. But David HaMelech wasn't certain, maybe it's a little personal. Maybe it's a little personal. For the guy was Pegeya, me a Pegeya, a Nerdic a Pegeya, Kvaldic a Pegeya, Pegeya, personal, he is our Gefeld. David Amelech waits to the last minute of his life when he's already free of all personal pegias. And he's not gonna see he's not gonna see that justice is served. But he tells his son, Shlaiman, arrange it. After I go, take care. Take care. Because now it's already David Amelech was concerned about it. The Alta from Slabotka had a talent. What was the Talmud's name? Rebeir Chodesh. Rebeir Chodesh, remember him, in Jerusalem he lived, and he was the Mashkiach in Hebron. And part of his job was that if a Bachar misbehaved, he would tell him to pack his bags and get out. So there was one bocher that was acting not to say there, and he was given a couple of warnings. And finally they told the bocher, you know, if you're smart, you'd pack your bags and get out. That's it. The guy said, I'm not impressed. Because the only one in charge of throwing people out, final verdict, is your mayor, Chavish. And with your mayor, I know how to be misled. I know how to work out. The next day, the mayor calls the guy into his room and he asks him, Do you know why I'm calling you here? So the Bacher says, Yeah. 
Why do you think I'm called here? He said, because you want the, the Rav wants to throw me, the Mishkir wants to throw me out. Shemayim says, yeah. Do you know why I want to throw you out? Do you know why I want to ask you to leave the yeshiva? So the Mokha said, the chutzpah says, very poshit. He said, lately there's been no action in the yeshiva. Things are getting a little boring for the Rav, for the Mashkir. You're looking for a carbon to heat things up, to make to make a carbon. So today you found me, and next week you're going to find some other Tal- Talmud. You'll make a new carbon out of him. That was it. When the mayor heard this, the mayor decided he's not throwing the book out of the He asked the Mishnah, So he said. I have no problem throwing the Bokhari Yeshiva. But I have to know that I'm throwing him out of the Yeshiva a hundred percent because he's not good for the Yeshiva. It has to be for the Kabbalah But the moment that there's something personal gets mixed in here, now that the guy was mischatsif to me and he gave me a Zazog, and I'm not sure now to what degree my personal nigiya is involved, and maybe I can't do this. Imagine that. The Moshe Shapiro set over a similar advice with the Alta of Keller. He said his father told him over a Misa from the Alta of Keller that there was a Misa chutzpah against the Rosh Hashiva. So the Altaf in Kelim decided he's throwing the Bukhar of the Yeshiva out. He called the guy in and he told him he has to leave the Yeshiva. Because he spoke Neged Hashem and Neged Meshich against Hashem and against Hashem's anointed one, the Rosh Hashiva. So the Bukhar asked the Altaf in Kelim, Vos What bothers you more? The fact that I spoke against Hashem, or the fact, I, the fact that I spoke against the Rosh Hashiva that you appointed. What bothers you more? After that, he would throw him out. First, <laughs> <laughs> throw him out. This is a stick now. The Bacha brought up the Zak. Yeah, nice. But. person has to know that when the Alta for Kelim said over from his Rebbe, Rebbe Yisrael Salander, that Rebbe Yisrael told him one time the following subject. He said, I'm going to tell you something that I don't know if you'll understand. Or not. But it could be you'll have to wait to understand it another 40 years. So the Alta from Kelim said, for 20 years, I didn't have his kavod, what he meant. <coughs> but afterwards, I understood. And this is what he said. There's also this, he said. You should know that a person that's no gua, b'midoisov, zayn teire, is nishke teire. So, what's, what, what does that mean? 
What's famous? So in order to understand this, I'll present you with a story. There was a yid that had eaten fleshics, suda, fleshik and suda, five and a half, half hours. Suddenly he's in his room, he opens up his drawer, and he sees in the drawer a delicious piece of milk chocolate. A caramel, a mushroom, ah, truffle, ah, medallo pictures. Nope. Something that he very much liked. He picks it up, and he thinks, he says, you know, it's only five and a half hours, I wait six hours. But on the other side, he has a cheshik, he has a big cheshik, he has a little chocolate. So what does he do? He starts to think, what's the car for this whole six hours? Well, why the cooks this whole sheet for six hours? No, so he goes to the mismanage, he opens up a Gemara hole, the Kufhei, he takes a look, and he says over there, it says, there's a famous statement from Arukfa. Arukfa says, Hareini kechoimitz ben I'm like vinegar, and my father is like wine. But Gabi Ovi, that's the comparison. You know what? Abba, my father, ate fleshings, and he waited 24 hours before he would eat lunch. I, in one suit, I eat fleshings. And the next suit that I'm ready in milk. So the guy understands. So let's come to this. If, if Maruk, I don't have to be a big attack to Marukfa, right? Marukfa waited from one meal to the next meal. No, so the guy starts to think, what's the shear of the Sudha? What's the shear between suits? So the guy looks at the Raj, he looks at the Taisvis. Taisva says that really it's it's maspic, it's sufficient. If you, you finish your suit, you pirate smapper. You, 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 put a, you put another tablecloth, take off the flashing tablecloth, and put a new tablecloth, and you can start right away eating milk. It's already called the next suit. Here go the next suit. Those the guys say, what the fuck do you ask like that? I, don't, I think to himself, I don't remember if you ask like that. I know some people do that. She said, oh, quick, quick, let's look at the shofanara. He opens the shofanara. And he starts looking at the shofanara, he looks at the rabbanara. And the Ramos says you should wait Shoachas between Basim and Cholif. Oh, Baruch Hashem. You think so? Now, who in the world came up with this Chumra of Sheishas? Where did this story, this, this, all these Lach Mir, where they come up with it? So he looks around in the thing and he sees, oh, the Makar for six hours comes from the Rambam. The Rambam says you wait six hours. Then he looks at the place can pass like the Rambam. He looks in the Shach. In your day over there, it's not there, it's actually some paytas. And, the, and the, the, the shach says that someone who doesn't wait, that look of somebody who doesn't wait six hours, ain't by reach shall take. He has no reach of time. It's your life. The guy's thinking, well, what? what, what what's, what's the six hours? Maybe the guy's thinking that they didn't have the right time time clocks. Maybe that those days they didn't they, it's just six hours, they rounded it off. Because they didn't everybody didn't have watches in those days. Maybe we're talking between six and seven, between five and seven. That ends the guy's he's, he's methodical. 
Lamazoloi, after he finished all his pilpulim, he looks at the clock, he says, Avor Hashem, six hours is already passed, and he catches the chocolate. And he eats the chocolate. Now, all this lumbus that the guy came, this guy's a tiger. What, what, what was the chat? Does this guy tackle learning tiger? Or was the chocolate learning tiger? <laughs> what was learning the tiger? We all understand, Claude. The guy wasn't interested in the sugya. He wasn't interested in the Gemara, the Taisvish, the Ramor, the Rambam, the Shaf. He was interested in chocolate. Chocolate is what was driving him. This is the Pshat. A mensch that has Nikias, sein Teure is Nishke Teure. The ganze Teure is Teure's Nikias. He once told the Chazanish about a certain Adam Godel. He's an Adam Godel, but a hot Nagis. He's a man that suffers from Nagis. The Chazanish said, Nagia is not something you have partially. You don't have it for an hour a day. It's something that envelopes a mensch 24 hours a day. So if so, how can you say he's an Adam Godel? If he's a person that has Nagiyas. So it comes out, Nagiyas is one of the worst things. It could take away all the tithe that's in the match. There are many people whose whole tithe they learn is Kulay Lachem Nagiyas. And when the Nagiyas goes away, never have no tithe. They don't learn anymore. They get burnt out. How many guys who I've seen have said, I'm learning because I want to be a lot and I want to be ready. I want to be ready. I want to be ready. And within a very short time, they, learned, they, they made it for a couple of years, and then after a while, they got married, and after a short time afterwards, they saw Ken Rebbe from Zay that they're never going to be a Rebbe. They're never going to be anything. And all of a sudden, the Torah when we're learning for the guys of Torah just went to They never made any cash of even a Torah, and therefore a person has to know that you have to know yourself. David Amelach understood what the gears was, and David Amelach, when he had the, the simplest chash of any gear, he passed himself. He's not making a ruling. When this guy came to Hilla, and he told Hilla, Vashtet v'hazor ha-kore views. What's the shepherd? So Hilla told him, Afimu klati David HaMelech. That means even if David HaMelech, who's a person who has no negiyas kiyos eklat, he poshit represents shpitz Ish Emes. And he wants to do it for the 100% right reason. Even if he would want to do this, he would say, Sorry, the Azara Karev, you must. All of a sudden, the Goy why, why, why am I doing this? What's my whole reason why I want to have a Shtikla Avaytis Hashem? 
Because I saw the Rebbe said, I see some big day, Kaidish will cover the Sefeders. My whole drive here was for personal Nagis. He said, if David Amelech, who is absolved and above Nagis, if even he couldn't do this, so certainly me, I'm going to leave this alone for Aaron Akoyim. I'm going to leave this alone for them to be Rishorsei. Hashem will cover this first. Now in our life, you might say, we make decisions on a, on a daily basis. And the Negeus in a mensch is frightened. You have a Mola person who says, he makes up principles in his life principles of his life and he can't look in the mirror and say I can't accept this principle I can't accept this teichacha. I can't accept this hadracha and it's all because of negish because of personal negish that a person has and people destroy their entire lives I've watched people destroy their entire lives based on their personal needs. People destroy their families. They destroy their, their livelihoods. You know why? Here's a guy who's very unhappy with his job. A nice job. Unhappy. Why? Because he's thinking to himself, me, Barish. Who's a judge? Now, if somebody asks him, why? Why don't you like your job? What's wrong with your job? You like this kind of work. The guy can give every bubba bice out of his mouth. Could be the guy who doesn't like to take orders. I don't like that. You know how many people have told me this in my, in my life? I'm not a kind of person that's good taking orders. I don't. I like to be the guy who's giving the orders. I'm not good with somebody telling me what to do. I said, did, did you ever consider that maybe you have a meter of Kurikas oil? That's a meter. That's a common meter. It's not an uncommon meter. People have a very big difficulty in accepting an oil upon themselves. Nah, it's not that. Well, have you ever considered that maybe you have an issue of COVID and because of COVID you're now about to destroy yourself? Ever thought about that? You know how many people turn down Shiduchim or Zog up Shiduchim because of personal Nagiyas? All personal Nagiyas. You know how many people, people do things in their lives, they make choices, and they say, How'd you make the choice? It's a principle of mine. I thought about it and I'm acting on principle. The principle is the principle of your personal Nagiyas. And if a person has Nagiyas when he makes decisions, sometimes it's a few dollars. People do terrible, crazy things to prevent them to, to, to what they think, imagine they were going to lose money. So here's a guy, <coughs> somebody's mechaim to pay money, but he has personal Nagiyas, he doesn't want to pay the money, so what does he do? He makes up, comes up, guns in the sheets. Guns in the sheets. He starts looking at Shulchanara, he starts looking at Halacha but it's not, it's not, it's not him learning, look, it's his Nagiyas talk. He's looking to bring 
Tanya the Misayel it is the Gid. So let us all give this consideration. Just give this consideration to know what drives us. Personal the Gid's. Here's a guy that comes up, comes and he says, he's going home to help his wife. Why, why would the wife need his help? So I called the wife up, I said, do you need his help? She said, no. What do I know? Besides the guy being a chakra and gummer, the guy is also, he is. He wants to go home, he wants to be a bereach, a base of safer. Understand that it's not unheard of. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a strange yetsir horror. Because I want to be bereya, so therefore the guy comes up with this nigis. Here's a guy that's really a soimi type. He hates her. I hate her. You know how many people do it? I never liked Yiddishkeit. In yeshiva all these years, and you, when you did good, you were happy. Oh, I was just faking it. They push you come up with such bubblemizers and tyrannies afterwards, after the mycin, you felt good about yourself. I remember you remember you looked you were happy with yourself. I really wasn't happy. I was faking it. And you think now you're happy with yourself there? Now we're finally happy. Doing the wrong thing, leaving Yeshiva, you're happy. You know what you think? You think you're gonna become happy. You don't realize that a lot of times you read things, you leave. Because you're not this happy. Now somebody tells you you know them, it's your saying it, you're saying it there. You have no keeper of the aim, you have no cover for the Bainishalila. No, 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 This is the geese that a piece of people have. That we have to be careful from. That we should be saved from this terrible cloak.